Hello, everybody. This is Dave Croft, producer for the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Just with a quick note about the audio, we we realize that there's a little bit of distortion in uh, Reverend Cynthia Alice Anderson's voice for the first two-thirds of today's message. We apologize for that. It's something that we are working on improving, so I just wanted to let you know that that's what's going on, and uh, we've cleaned it up as best we could. But regardless, I think that you will still get a lot out of today's message. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is God is, I am, and was recorded on Sunday, March 27th, 2022. Oh boy, today is a great day, amen? You know, um... I'm I'm very happy and honored to be at Unity North Tampa, and I love when everybody sits in this section. I like it even more when some of you sit over here, too, just for next week, just for next week. Uh, one of our dear members who is at home, uh, who I spoke with uh, this week, she's not able to come. She said, would you please tell people to sit over here? I said, should we start putting free gifts under those chairs, maybe? So today is a great day, and our affirmation, and our talk title today is called, God is, oh, okay, they get a gold star at the end, gold star right here, (laughs) bless you, bless you, Uh, yeah, it is good to get on the minister's good side, that's true, all right, so let's say together, this is both a title and an affirmation, and it is, God is, I am, yeah, let's say that one more time. God is, I am. So most of us grew up learning that God was way out there. And if we could just do it right, maybe, just maybe, God would love us. Well, I've learned that God is actually everywhere, even in the seat you're sitting on. And we also learn, you know, if God is omnipresent, well, God must be present in us, right? Yeah, it kind of makes sense, don't it? Yeah, God is, I am. In other words, wherever I am, God is, like that simple little prayer says. If that's true, why does our world look like it does today? Because we're not living from the God nature, right? We're living from what? What we lovingly call the ego, And as one of our members reminded me, he goes, you know, that stands for edging God out. I said, I like that. Yeah. Well, in psychology, we learn the ego is just what? It's the self, right? It's called, the ego is called the self. But spiritually, when we say the ego, what we're meaning is the limited personality aspect of you. And we all have little personalities, don't we? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And so those personalities got formed because of growing up trying to get love. Right. Well, now guess what? You're all grown. Say to the person next to you, you're grown. You're grown. Well, okay. Not not all of it. Right. So, so as we are grown, this means the behaviors of our childhood can be done. Now you say, mm-hmm, either, easier said than done. What I know is if you're sitting here, at one point you said, I want to awaken to the good in me. I want to live a spiritual life. Raise your hand if you ever said that. 
right? You want, in other words, you want to make the world a better place. You don't need a dogma to follow. You know the difference between right and wrong. You know you want to do good in the world. You know you want your life to matter, right? You know you want your life to matter, to change the world for the better. Like, and I notice as I age, I'm thinking more and more about the legacy I'm leaving behind. Have you thought about that lately? What legacy am I leaving behind for my kids, my nieces, my nephews, my grandchildren? What world am I going to leave for them knowing that they're going to do what it is they see me do? Say, "Mm." so I think sometimes we forget that in fact, we are spiritual beings. And so the affirmation I like to remind myself of often is I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. Will you say that with me? I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. I was expecting a lot of you to remember all that, whatnot. Okay. I'm a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. In other words, there is a spiritual order, as we heard about today. There is a divine order to things. And so what I know is that if things are not going to how I want, guess what? There must be some divine order trying to come through. And I'm going to tell you something. When we woke up to a flood about, uh, it has, how long has it been, seven or eight weeks ago? That was nowhere in my plan. Did anybody else want this church to flood? Nope, nope, we didn't want that. But here we are. It flooded. So we learned to say, okay, why has this shown up right here, right now? So if you were taking notes, number one for today's message, God is, I am, would be becoming conscious. Becoming conscious. We are seeking to be conscious beings, which means leaving the past behind. Because when you're just trying to get love and you're a kid and you're trying to survive, well, you don't need that anymore. That's over. That time is gone. You've already survived. Say to the person next to you, you survived it. Right. It's, yeah, it's over. Right. Yeah, you survived it. It's over. <laughs> right. And so now we seek to be conscious beings. In other words, you seek to have conscious consciousness. You seek to be conscious, which means you realize you are part of the larger whole, that you are not this little island and you don't need anybody. No, you're part of a larger, grander whole, and there's something here for you to do. So what I mean is, as you grow and develop develop in this understanding, there's I'm talking about soul development now. Rather than seeking all the time to tell your story and how bad everything is, you seek to live beyond your story. Instead of telling your story to everyone who will listen, you seek to live beyond the story you've been telling from the soul rather than the personality of you. In other words, instead of repeating old patterns over and over and over, you seek to leap from those patterns into new ways. You look for ways to grow and expand and be more of this divine being that you are. You might try out a new meditation. You might try yoga. You might try a different spiritual community. But somehow you say, I know I want to become more conscious. And to become conscious, I have to try something new. 
What we tend to do is we say we want to grow, and then we do the same things over and over and over and wonder why nothing changes. Has anybody ever been there? You don't have to raise your hand on that one. It's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right, so we're seeking to live beyond our story. In other words, to become conscious. We want to become conscious beings. And the truth is, friends, all of these things that keep happening in your life that you don't think you consciously called forward, when you said, I want to grow, when you said, I want to expand, when you said, I want to be more like the Christ, I want to bring on this godly energy, you set the course of your life. And the good news is you're not alone. you got angels all around you supporting you all the time. You've got a spiritual community to come to every single Sunday. And we're going to go, yes, you are fabulous. You are amazing. Go ahead. Go out. Be fabulous. We see who you are. We're not going to say, oh, well, you're not doing it exactly like we thought. We're going to say, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for showing up and doing your best to be conscious. Thanks for being on the journey with us. Hold my hand as we go together. Right? Not you did it wrong. That's not this church. Plenty of those. Yeah. This is a church where we love you along in the journey. We may say dumb stuff. You know what? We're still going to love you. Because we know you're trying to be conscious. We're all working to become conscious beings. So we're seeking to live beyond our story and leap from those old ways of being into new patterns, new ways of being. Number two, if you're taking notes, number two, moving beyond fear. Now, in unity especially, in new thought communities, which unity is a part of, Centers for Spiritual Living, Religious Science, Religious Science International, those are all under the umbrella we call new thought. And it's funny because sometimes even in new thought, we forget to have one. But we're trying. We're doing our best. So it seems like sometimes in new thought, back to the original point, in new thought, sometimes we think if we have fear, we're doing it wrong. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. If we have fear, somehow we're doing it wrong. Or if we get sick, somehow we're not spiritual. This is a common belief throughout a new thought. Because every community I go to, it doesn't matter what state or what, what, where I am, this is a belief. Well, I'm here to tell you that fear is a part of the curriculum. Fear comes up right before you grow. Fear comes up right when you don't know what's next. And you say, well, I know I'm not going back there, but I don't know what's next. We've all been there, right? We've all been there. So fear wants to trick us into staying in the old and not becoming conscious, right? Fear says, oh, no, mm -mm. <laughs> you've never done that before. What if they laugh at you? What if I get yelled at? If I do it wrong. So we want to move beyond that fear. And so we don't try to pretend the fear isn't there. We like say, wow, look at this fear. <laughs> I'm really scared. <laughs> Whoa. This must mean I'm really about to grow. Because fear is a part of the curriculum. 
Say with me, fear is a part of the curriculum. One more time. Fear is a part of the curriculum. And of course, we've heard it said, false evidence appearing real, right, is fear. I have a dear friend who said, no, for me, it means forget everything and run, run. (laughs) I said, yeah, it is really what it feels like, right? Just forget everything, run. So, um... I had a dear friend, uh, actually a mentor, and she had cancer. And she was very concerned uh, and afraid that she was not going to be handling the pain well. And instead of running from the fear, I'm going to tell you what she did. She said, I'm going to look at this because my life could end, and I want to see what is here for me. Why am I so afraid? Like she'd been a successful businesswoman, she'd become a minister, she mentored people, very successful from, as we would say in the world. But she said, I don't want my life to end and me not understanding what is this fear about. And she learned, as she did the work, deeper work, that the fear was about, it wasn't about the pain, it was about that she was going to be incompetent. And for her, her whole life had been lived as very competent. And so when she learned it was about her competence, she said, well, how could I feel competent in this place where I am? I need education. I need awareness about what is it going to be like. And so see, that fear was showing her something. She said, and I learned if I could just sit with the fear and see there was actually a message there for me from that fear. Maybe something could be learned. And so rather than trying to convince herself she wasn't afraid or run from the fear, she got right up with it. And you know what? The fear just dissipated. And she did make her passing in peace. So. Anytime we're seeking to grow, we want to move beyond the fear. But not by running and not by pretending it isn't there, by getting up close and personal with what is this fear trying to teach me. So number one was becoming conscious. Number two is what? Moving moving beyond fear. Number three, thy will be done. Say that with me. Thy will be done. So we started out saying, God is, I am. Well, the greatest prayer I think we could pray is thy will be done. But I'll tell you why none of us want to do it. Because we saw what happened to Jesus when he did it. And that's not a joke. I'm not joking. Jesus said thy will be done and went on a cross. But remember, he also resurrected. So that's the part we forget right? So we are coming into this, uh, this holiest time of the, of the Christian year for me is this time of Easter, right? Where we are in a series right now called Journey to Easter. And we said for us, as we look to Jesus as our way shore, what is there for us? Well, we want to live a resurrected life too, right? And so we look at Jesus's journey to figure out, well, how do we do this? So if we are in the personality We're not at thy will, we're at what? My will. And you know how you know you're in your will? It's when you say, I, I, 
I want this, and I want that, and I think this, and I think that. That's exactly how you know. The more eyes there are, the more personality you're in. The more anger that's going on and the more frustration, the more personality you're in. Now say, did she say that out loud? Yes, she did. She sure did. The more frustrated you are, the more personality. The more you're unable to manage your emotional state, the more personality you're in. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. So this is the ultimate prayer we can pray, to be in a place of our, our knowing and living our God nature. So the thing is, we think thy will is something we don't know. Say to the person next to you, you know it. I mean, do it strong. You know it. I mean, you know it. So we think it's some wild idea we've never, ever heard before. And really, thy will be done means you living your purpose in the world. See, the good news is you don't have to do that cross thing that Jesus did because he already did that. But what do you have to do? Well, you have to live your purpose. You have to live thy will in and through your individual life. You say, well, what's my, what's my purpose? I, I don't know. That's one of the questions I get every week probably of my ministry. How do I know what my purpose is? It's so simple. Well, what's that? Yeah, ask God. Yes, exactly. And it's like, whatever brings you joy. Do you remember being three and four years old? What'd you love to do? Six, seven years old? What'd you love to do? You love to play. You love to connect. Do you remember when you had a friend and you'd just hold hands and run down the street? Any of you did that? Nowadays, it has to have a label. Let's, can we just stop that? You know, anybody can hold hands with anybody here. I love it. Well, there's the COVID thing, so be careful. <laughs> All right, so when you're living your purpose, you're doing the thing that brings you a lot of joy. So simple. Imagine all of us living into that purpose. Of course, as we're living that purpose, we're going to be living a spiritual life because it's aligned with who we're meant to be this lifetime, right now, right now, right here, right now, right now, right now. Living that purpose right now. That's thy will be done. You know, several times throughout Jesus' ministry, he didn't want to do it either. You know, he didn't even want to start the ministry, the whole water to wine thing. He's like, Ma, come on, I'm at a wedding. She says, no, honey, it's time. And, you know, you don't say no to Jewish mama. You do it. <laughs> you do that. So even Jesus needed a little help over that hump of, yeah, I don't know. Right? So that's why you're here. I'm helping you over the hump. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. And so what a wonderful thing it would be if every morning we got up and said, thy will be done. The thing is, before going to bed the night before, you might want to release some of those angers, frustrations, things people you've kind of held out of your heart because they didn't do life exactly like you wanted. You might have to release some of those um, wishes. You might have to release some of those angers. You might have to release some of those resentments to want to wake up and say, thy will be done. But thy will be done is not a one-time event. It's not like we get one spiritual awakening and life gets perfect. It's like we're going to have to make the decision moment by moment, you know, 
sometimes it feels like second by second with what, what the world is sending us these days, right? So thy will be done is an internal decision. And what I know is that as we choose that, it's like <sighs> the support. In the scriptures, in the Gospel of Luke, I'm forgetting this scripture right now, but it's in the Gospel of Luke. I was just looking at it this morning. I think it's 22 Luke. Is it 14, 22? Hold on. Somebody give me some background music. Do, 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 do. All right. <laughs> you guys are a blessing for not minding that. Okay, no, it is not 14.22. It is, okay, I'm going to find it. Hold on one sec. Hold on. Is it 22.14? Okay, that could be. Take <laughs> your Google. Okay, um, no, it is, I was close. It was Luke 22. 42 and 43. So Jesus says, hey, God, well, in this Bible, which is an old King James, it says, Father, if thou wiltst. And in today's word, it'd be, hey, God, do I have to do this? And then he says, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Yeah, that's the words. But then the next verse, we always forget. Listen to what it says. And then there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. So see, you forget that as you say yes, as you say, thy will be done, you open yourself up to all of this spiritual support. And you know, the scriptures are clear. You've got to ask for it. Right? It's under our command, the scriptures say. So... First, though, we have to choose I will be done. And what we usually do is we say, okay, God, you know, like, whenever you're ready, I want life to get better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, show up. I need to get healthy. And then we eat Mickey D's every day. God, why are you not changing my waistline? You're supposed to just perform a miracle. There's nothing for me to do. No, we have to decide I will be done. Thy will be done. And then the support can come through. Right? So that decision is a pretty big one and has to be made really in the solitary journey. You know, it's that time of quiet when no one's around and you say, okay, I've tried it my way long enough. Thy will be done. So there is a surrender to that but not a surrender to a scary God. You're surrendering to love and support, really. So don't let those old thoughts about God and those old thoughts of if I do it wrong, no. Thy will be done means the heavens open for you. Thy will be done. So we said today, God is, I am. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. We said, I am becoming conscious. I am going to move beyond fear, but I'm not going to pretend the fear isn't there. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to learn. And then that fear is going to dissipate. And rather than seeking, rather than seeking to tell my story, I'm going to live beyond my story, and I'm going to leap from that story into new ways of being. Right? And finally, every morning I'm going to say, Thy will be done so that you can experience the support of the whole universe.
So now let's end this time together in prayer. Then we'll even move into a meditation. But let's pray together first. Understanding that the presence of Jesus the Christ showed us the way and that we always have spiritual support. We give thanks, God, for these souls, all those joining us online, that together, collectively, we are waking up. We are waking up to the good. We are waking up to the presence of God in our lives and all around us. Thank you that we are beginning to see how we are a part of the larger whole. And with this in mind, we lift up the Ukraine as a whole spiritual community, sending our love, our support, our blessing. So for this remembrance, we are grateful and blessed. And so it is. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.